Ninth Story Studios, giving story a voice. Welcome to the lift. Get ready to take a ride. <laughs> With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, I'm Daniel Foytek, and I thank you for joining us for a special episode of Victoria's Lift. Today we're presenting the third chapter of our 10-part miniseries by Christopher Long, entitled To Those Who Thrive in the Dark. This series dives deep into the mythos of Victoria's world and features Victoria facing ancient gods, fae folk, monsters, old enemies, and a certain little brother with ulterior motives. Before we get started today, a big thank you to those who are supporting the show. Those supporting the show at the $5 a month level and above hear these episodes before anyone else. And honestly, it's you, the supporters, that make this show possible. If you're not yet supporting the show and you'd like to do that, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash Victoria's Lift. And in case you didn't know, this series will also be released as a novella at the end of the run with an expanded story that takes us deeper into Victoria's world. Now, hold on tight and let's go for a ride into the shadows on Victoria's Lift. Victoria's Lift to Those Who Thrive in the Dark Chapter 3 Anonshini by Christopher Long What do you want? You've been hiding this room from me again, haven't you? It's nice. I asked you a question, Merritt. I know you move it around at night, trying to keep it to yourself. No, I don't. You never did like sharing. That's why you wait until you think we're all asleep before you start changing things. Keeping all your secrets safe for another day. I don't know what you're talking about. Fine. Be that way. 
I always find out what I want in the end. Then why are you here? I don't have time to worry about you right now. I came because I heard you crying. And now I suppose you're going to laugh at me? No. I came to check on you. Something isn't right with you, Victoria. Everybody here can feel it. Stop pretending you care about me. Just go back to whatever dark little corner you call home and leave me alone. I'm not pretending. Well, you're not fooling anyone. Whether you want to admit it or not, we're all we really have here. Without me, you'd be on your own. If you're all I have, then I am on my own. Who else is there? The cats? Your little helpers? Out in the big wide world? None of your friends ever stick around for long. Most of them probably forget you as soon as they step out of your lift. If it wasn't for me, you'd be completely alone here. I am not alone! Don't stamp your foot at me. I'm your brother. Is it so hard to believe that I want to help you? But you're not, are you? You haven't been my brother for a long time. Only in the same way you're not completely my sister. But under everything this place put on us, we're still who we were. You're still bossy. You're still annoying and spoilt. And I know something is upsetting you. What's that got to do with anything? Only I get to upset my big sister. If anyone else tries it, they have to answer to me. Well, I'm fine. So you can go away now. Oh, you're not fine. You're a mess. I just got a little sad. That's all. Has your precious lift finally seized up? Is that it? So many souls to save. No way to ferry them to their tests. Boo-hoo! It's nothing like that. It's this flower. That? That's not a flower. It's a weed. It is not a weed. At least, I don't think it's a weed. I've been trying to help it grow. But it won't budge. It doesn't die and it won't grow. It's stuck. Like us. And that made you cry like a little baby. I knew you wouldn't understand. After everything we've been through, you're crying over a little weed that shouldn't even be here. I... I dream about it blooming. My other won't let me dream. Your other? I haven't slept since the day you fell. It won't let me. It lets me feel tired, sometimes. Just like it lets me feel hungry or thirsty. It likes me to suffer, so I don't forget it's there. It won't forgive me because of that stupid music box. I know you keep looking for it. That's not me. I'm not in charge of that. Not always. Then maybe we can get it out of you. <laughs> you can't even make a weed grow. I'm serious. We have all of these books. Or maybe... I'm not like you. I don't get to be like you. You have things to do. You have a raison d'etre. A purpose that was meant for me. Now all I'm meant to be is your opposite. I'm meant to hurt you. Stop you. Upset you. But I don't want that. Not all the time. That's my other. Why do you think I keep away? I just assumed you were up to something. You don't know how much it takes to keep myself out of reach. It can get so lonely in the darkest corners of this place. I... I never thought about it before. But I won't have you feeling rotten, Victoria. 
Not after something so stupid as a weed. It is not stupid and it is not a weed. It matters. Everything here matters. You've never understood that. Oh, everything matters, does it? How often do you go down to the basement, Victoria? People make their choice. The ones who go down there have no one to blame but themselves. You see? You're spoiled. Stop calling me that. But you are. You act like you're only leading people to the lion's den and holding the door open for them. When they're torn to shreds, you pretend like it had nothing to do with you. You like to think your little hands are so clean. It's not true, and you know it. You make everything here so complicated. Choices? Who needs to waste their time on choices? Most of your visitors have already made their decision. So why tempt people when you can just get straight to their punishment? I'm not tempting anyone. Besides, if I thought like you, then this whole building would be the basement. You see? You think you don't think like me. But you do. You only act like you're the nice one. The people down in the dark don't think you're nice. I told you, they made their choice. Which you offered them. Stop trying to confuse me. I'm not in the mood for any of your games. Fine. Pout and glow your green eyes at me. No one's coming to make you feel better, and I won't tell you how to make that flower grow either. I don't know why I'm listening to you. You don't even know how to spell garden. Just because you're the eldest doesn't mean you know everything. I know every part of this place. I've explored it, top to bottom. I know how it all works. Also, I've spent a lot of time in Father's garden before we ever came here. Father? Father had a garden? We went out there to relax. He would go out in the mornings and chase the birds away from his fruit, or watch the bees busy buzzing between his flowers. He would take me with him sometimes, when I was very little and I couldn't sleep. I can remember all of it here. How? I don't remember his garden. My other lets me see things when I've been good. That's why I remember Father taking me outside and teaching me the names of all the plants. He showed me how to grow them, how to save them when they're sick. But this plant isn't in a garden. So? It's still a plant. And you? You really want to help me? It's only a weed. What harm could it do to help you grow a weed? I just want a little favour in return. What sort of favour? You won't like it. Try me. I want to hear the music box play. How stupid do you think I am? You want me to let you play with the music box you keep trying to steal from me? The music box that was meant to be mine, you mean? I didn't steal it. You did. I didn't steal it! Doesn't matter. I just want to hear one tune, and we both know it won't play for me. Not since your foreign friend fiddled with the controls and fixed it only for you. That's why I need you to play it. I... I don't know. Please. I promise I won't even try and hold it. There's no other music here. Not unless someone down in the basement starts to sing. Or there's music in one of the rooms. But, but that's not music. Not really. That's just more of this place. I want to hear something from outside. And if I do that, you'll help me? Cross my heart. Hope to die. No tricks. No tricks. We'll have a truce. Like Father used to do if he was too tired to keep playing. I remember that. He would wave his pocket square and say truce. That's right. That's what I'm doing today. 
I'm here to help my big sister. Okay, fine. I'll let you play one tune if you show me how to save my plant. Thank you. Thank you so much. You won't regret it. I promise. And it's going to be easy. Really easy. Have you ever killed two birds with one stone? That's just an old saying. It depends on how good your aim is. And how sharp your stone is. Look, that music box can do things with its music. You've seen it happen. So turn the handle, hold the lid open and play something to your weed. It'll grow and I'll get my tune. It can't be that simple. I don't know why you didn't think of it yourself. Look at the lid. The tree. Of course. See? You don't know everything. Come on. Why won't you work? It's not playing anything. I don't think it likes me being this close. So I'll stand outside the door. But you wanted a tune. I'll still hear it. You can't blame it for not trusting me. You don't trust me. I'd like to trust you. Ready? I know we don't like him. And I know we can't exactly trust him. But he looks so lonely. And he came to check on me. He's never done that before. Maybe he's trying to tell me that I'm all he has here. Please do this for me. Two birds, one stone. Remember? Ready! I try not to picture the look on her brother's face as he lingered just beyond the door, probably with a hand clutched over his grinning lips to keep the smug little chuckles in. Trust me when I say, that's a smile you never need to see. Merritt, it's working. It's growing. He wasn't wrong when he said he knew that place well. He'd scoured every inch of it, whilst he listened to the dark voice in his head whisper answers to all his questions. They had found the shadow in the basement together. They had seen the seed clutched in its bony grasp and known this was their chance to take back what was rightfully theirs. They had made the deal which led to this catastrophe. How do I make it stop? Oh, that plant grew all right. It grew roots like elephant trunks or tentacles, branching with the strength of wrecking balls. It didn't just grow, it stampeded. It writhed, it invaded, everything it touched was demolished, left as little more than crumbling shreds. The walls, the floors... Everything gave way to the monstrous tree born from old magic. No! That smug little monster must have known he was about to win. The minute he heard her drop her music box. I can reach you. I just... But it was no use. Our little hero was desperate. She was reaching too far. She'd forgotten to check her footing. She was lucky she managed to grab that remaining splintering floorboard. Not that it would buy her a lot of time. Merritt, help! I can't hold on! Oh dear, has someone dropped this fine-looking music box? Not that anyone present was likely to help her. 
Thank goodness I remembered to keep hold of this old crank when that inventing friend of yours got all creative. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't you. I know this isn't you. You have to fight your darkness. We called it truth. You had such a strong grip last time, clinging to my music box. Let's see how strong you are now. We've all seen brothers and sisters tormenting each other through one game after another. Well, there was murder in this game. There was hatred in this brother's eyes that could have burned a hundred forests as he raised his heel over his sister's failing grip and stamped down hard. Ah! This little piggy went to market. Mary, don't do this. This little piggy stayed home. Victory is rarely a pretty thing, but that day, in that place, victory was an aberration. It was a sour rain, full of destruction and pain and splinters. This little piggy had roast beef. Please. Uh. And this little piggy had none. Ah. And that day, For the second time in her life, the little girl fell so far that she felt like she would never hit the ground. And all the time she fell, she knew this was only happening because she wanted so desperately to trust someone she used to love, and still did, despite many reasons she shouldn't. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you for joining us today for our third chapter of our special 10-part miniseries by Christopher Long, To Those Who Thrive in the Dark. A big thank you to our supporters on Patreon for making the show and this miniseries possible. If you're not yet supporting the show, you can do that at patreon.com forward slash Victoria's Lift. Today's episode featured Cynthia Lohman as Cuckoo Stone, our tales narrator, Amber Collins as Victoria, and Louis Pollard as Merritt. Sound design was created by Davis Walden, our sound designer, and the creator of the Verdian Wild podcast. The Verdian Wild is a fantasy adventure audio drama podcast featuring mythozoologist Sebastian Verwood as he travels the world studying magical creatures. You can find the show at theviridianwild.com, that's V-I-R-I-D-I-A-N, or you can subscribe to it wherever you get your podcasts. Today's custom score, all incidental music, and our intro and outro themes were created by our resident composer, Nico Vitese of We Talk of Dreams. Find Nico at wetalkofdreams.com and streaming on Twitch. Artwork is by Jeanette Andromeda, illustrator, artist, YouTuber, and all-around amazing human. Find her being creative at JeanetteCreations.com. Our author is Christopher Long. 
You can find him at cjlongwords.com. Chris has been featured on Victoria's Lift, Shadows at the Door, and The Wicked Library multiple times. More of his work is available on Amazon. Story editor and producer is Daniel Foytek of Ninth Story Studios. That's me. Until next time, keep your music box wound and follow Victoria on Twitter at LiftGuide. That's right, Victoria has her own Twitter account. Head over to Twitter and give her a follow at LiftGuide.